Okay, hello there everyone. This is Jen. Hi, and this is Kim. Welcome to That Yoga Magic Podcast. Hope you are all having a lovely week so far. (laughs) Yes, hopefully. (laughs) All right. Well, we left off. We started this little... We're not quite sure how many podcasts we're going to go with this, two or three, um, that we were talking about. Yeah, we were talking about trauma. We'll just kind of see where it leads us. Um, And so if you as listeners have any questions or input, we'll take a peek at it and tuck it in on the next one. Or if we see it, we'll add it in here. So... Last uh, podcast, we were talking about your experience, Jen, your major life-changing experience. (laughs) Absolutely. It happened to me, and I made it through the other end, but it was extremely (laughs) traumatic when it happened. Um, I think I picked up some stuff while I was uh, pulling myself out, pulling my boot pulling myself up by the bootstraps. What is that saying? So that's what I think I got out of the trauma and I believe that it does still serve me. Um, But that's, that's kind of, I just wanted to bring everybody up to date on my experience and what I went through, how I'm dealing with it. And we're going to now go over a little bit of Kim's story. And just so we all have a foundation and then we're, then we're going to, next time we get together and talk, we're going to basically talk about how the trauma, it applies to the wellness industry, how we can link everything together and we can make it, make it work for us right. well, as individuals. And how, well, yeah. And how yoga fits into that picture and has helped us both. And um, we feel like probably can help everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, I think, you know, there's several, several different things that I put in the trauma bucket. Um, You know, my childhood, I feel like there were some things that occurred there. uh, But I was going to today talk about in my late 20s. My I have two brothers. And my middle brother, um, he's two year was two years younger than I. He uh, unfortunately had kind of a, a gosh, a crazy life, <laughs> a crazy lifestyle. He was involved um, in in drugs pretty seriously, and I think uh, the crowd he was with was maybe not so great. Right. And there came a point in time where, you know, he was really going down the rabbit hole. And, um, you know, I was trying to be a little more involved. I had paid for, like, you know, him and his girlfriend to have a place. And I was trying to, um, I don't know, maybe help out. Right. Just try to, you know, fix things that I could, you know? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, But there was a lot of uh, traumatic things that occurred during that time. You know, he would go on a bender and be outside my door, banging down the door in the middle of the night for money and things like that. 
and uh, it all sort of came to a head and uh, he took his life um, with, yeah, with the, you know, gun and uh, I unfortunately was right there. And um, oh. so obviously <laughs> that was extremely traumatic to have to witness and Absolutely. to, you know, I just think the, um, what occurred was traumatic, but then in the time following and for years following, um, <clears throat> the the guilt that I felt that, you know, I couldn't uh, stop it. hundred you know, percent. Yeah. That I didn't do enough to stop it. Um, you know, my family had kind of unfortunately decided to, they had kind of cut him off a while back and I didn't. And so there was a lot of blame towards me because I was giving them money uh -huh. and I was, you know, giving them a place to live. And, and, you know, I, I just, I had made a different decision than the rest of my family. And so you're questioning, you're wondering, you know, obviously if I would have done what they said, if it, things would have turned out differently. Um, but, you know, we'll never know. And, you know, that was his, his story and his life and uh yeah you know there were there were so so many things that oh over time i had to work out you know i have a i i still to this day have a real fear of guns um i right. grew up in a home where guns were pretty normal like everybody handled them my dad and my two brothers they hunted and there were a lot of guns in the house um and you know i i never i don't i think even then i i just didn't i never felt comfortable like they did but once once that happened i can just to this day if i think about it i can still hear that sound you know and um, yeah yeah and so i've 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 had i i have done a lot of counseling um i've of done course. a lot of different treatments you know after this first happened i uh, I really had a whole chunk of time where I couldn't actually leave the, my own house. Once I got home, obviously you can't live your life afraid like that, but oh, I, it, it was just like overly exaggerated for me. You know, I just felt like everywhere I turned, like, I, oh, does that guy have a gun? Does that person have a gun? Like I was just really, you know, okay. it, it was terrible um and so you know i i don't feel that way anymore but i'm definitely afraid of guns if a gun is you know if there's a any a situation like you know people have invited me to go shooting or whatever like i can't i can't be around anything like that if you, you see know. it if you see one if it's yeah, tangible just, if it's close to you yeah Ugh. 
Yeah, it's just I, I it's it just puts me in a total panic situation. Like I wow. really to this day I can't I understandable. Can't, I, it's, I mean, it's, can't it really sense. deal with it. Yeah. So you know, I feel like that is uh, probably still crippling me to a, a certain portion uh, at this point in my life, almost twenty five years later, <laughs> but. Um, then, but so after I had, you know, kind of moved forward, um, where I was able to leave, I still suffered from panic attacks for quite some time. Um, and then I moved into that whole guilt process. And I feel like that is also <laughs> a trauma that you put on yourself, right? You, I was just eating myself up, feeling guilty. Um, I was right there. Like I could have done something, you know, I, 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 you know, I, there was, there was a moment in time where, you know, and you're in, in, in my head, it just goes so slow. And I feel like I could have, I could have somehow gotten in between him. Of course. I could have grabbed it. I don't know what I, you know, but in my mind, I I think I've probably seen a million different scenarios where I was able to step in and do something, you know. Which is very normal. And then on the other piece of that is not, not just at that time, at that moment, but like all along, like how come I didn't realize, you know, sooner that, you know, it was at that point, you know, if I maybe could have, who knows, you know, got involved or got somebody else involved or did something so that it didn't reach that point. And so, you know, I think there's like multiple levels (laughs) where, you know, you, you kind of traumatize yourself by going over it over and over and, and trying over to figure head, out where, where things could have gone differently or what else I should have done or what I didn't do or, you know, so many, so many things, so many, you know, thoughts and, it, you know, at, I don't know if you ever really get over that. <laughs> no, know? I don't think so. But I mean, are so are these the type of thoughts that you have presently? 25 years later, or were these the type of thoughts that you had back then? Yeah, back then. Um, you know, now, like I said, I think presently, I I do still have that a fear of guns. I don't really feel guilty. Um, okay, okay, yeah. Any longer. Um, you know, I do sometimes, occasionally, something will come up, and I'll think, you know, about him and about that that time and what he was going through when I hear like other people's stories. Um but I I know I think oh go ahead. What What I was gonna say is gonna help you (laughs) you go. You go. I'm saying nothing. (laughs) I was gonna say I think that 
we're going to have another podcast about ayahuasca and um i in one of i i did quite a few ayahuasca ceremonies and in one of them um he was heavily present and i feel like that was kind of like my end of my story with him like i feel like i was able to bring things to like a real close um and i can't wait to hear this go. ayahuasca story i can't wait till this episode <laughs> <laughs> but as far as dealing with the trauma before that and now you know i do feel like you know yoga brought me a long way um for sure you know it was able to give me my voice back in a lot of ways and um you know be able to release that like every day feeling like i didn't do enough or i didn't you know i i i could have you yeah. know it, it, the thoughts that you have are just uh, you know it's just I, I so consuming and, i can't even imagine yeah yeah so um you know and then i i also had that um stressor of you know i think for my family it was easier for them to like point their finger towards me than to accept any responsibility of like how his life ended up where it was you know <laughs> and oh, so but, but did they yeah. point their, did they point their finger at you Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I was, I, I and I truly was. I was still, like I said, I had gotten them a place to live. I was paying their rent. I was buying them food. I was, right. You know, but you were trying to money. help. I was. You, you were trying to help out. Yeah, I mean, I was giving them money because I thought if he's at at my house banging on the door like this at two a.m., <sighs> better me than you know the old grandma down the road that, you know, yeah. they're going to rob or, you know, I mean, I didn't know, you know? Um, so yeah. So I, 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 I had a time that I really regretted my decisions, but I, I have really been able to make a way with that. I, I certainly stand by my decisions now and feel like for me, it was what I needed to do to, um help them or help him and um but yeah it was a lot for me to work through to get rid of that mm -hmm. uh guilty feeling but also get rid of that you know like they were right <laughs> i was wrong um you know you're we're, we're never gonna know that so did you were so this, yeah so was was this when this ha happened to you when like the bulk of it happened to you you were in your late 20s so were you already practicing yoga or were you doing any sort of wellness back then? Wellness wasn't really the buzzword that it is today. Right. So what were you doing any sort of wellness or, or kind of give us a little background on you? Yeah. So interesting enough, I had just started doing yoga. Um, it, it was a, I was doing a Hatha class that was at the YMCA. <laughs> um in the I basement like once a week i know it's so funny um but yeah i wasn't like like all in like i just started doing it with uh one You're of like, my oh, friends we were curious about what this practice is and well we used to swim there and um 
you know, they like added it and we were like, you know, we just paid for a membership for the swimming. And so then we were like, oh, well, let's try this yoga thing, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So luckily, you know, um, like I said, it was very small for at that point in my life. And, um, but after that, that's when it really started to pick up when I started to go to, to a lot more when I um, switched from that to Bikram, that was all in that time frame following uh, when this happened. So yeah. I think that it's but did you when you were in Bikram yoga, I mean, this is we're just going to dip a little bit into Bikram. <laughs> you when you were in Bikram yoga, did you find that that helped relieve stress or trauma or anything yeah you yeah, did I mean, because I, I found I think, nothing of that yeah. sort when i when i practiced bikram at all hmm. i used to always think oh yeah, my gosh I mean, I, it totally helps my stress yoga is so amazing but i remember i did i felt nothing i just said that and i i just said that because i was like oh yoga is so wonderful it really helps stress but Man, I tell you, I was stressed out to get to class on time. Oh, yeah. Can't walk in late there. (laughs) Exactly. So I felt nothing like that. But I've heard from from a few different people that Bikram actually did help them relieve stress. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I, I think there's a couple of things that happen. Of course, you know, you're creating those shapes with your body. And so we'll talk, I think, probably more in depth on the next one. We'll go over like all the different spots that we hold stress and how the shapes that we create in yoga help us release that um, and activate like the parasympathetic nervous system and things like that by creating those shapes. Um, So yeah, so I think unintentionally yoga does that. And I think at that time, I don't know if I put any of that together, but I do think it certainly helped me. It certainly helped me to have somewhere to go or to feel like um, I wanted to go somewhere, uh, you know, where I wasn't like thinking or that wasn't about what was going on at that time. Yeah. So I, so I do think it helped and it, um, you know, it gave me you know, it gave me something to look forward to, I think, at that time. So. Okay. Yeah. So, so you started it around, around the time that mm-hmm. you lost your brother a little bit before and you stuck with it. And you, and in that time, you've kind of moved forward and I don't want to say morphed into a different person, but you've <laughs> added to your wellness journey. And now you start at the YMCA. Now look at you now. You're like the best yoga instructor ever. Oh gosh. No. Well, (laughs) you are to me. You are. So I mean, it's 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 huge. (laughs) That's a huge thing. No, it definitely it it opened the door for yeah, I don't know if I would be all of the other things that I do that are not directly yoga it opened the door to all of those things, paying attention to, you know, organics and non-chemicals and the way we eat, what we drink and, um, you know, all the other things that come along with yoga. It definitely, um, that YMCA, (laughs) Floyd, his name, his, (laughs) the yoga teacher's name, his name was Floyd. 
I'll never forget him. But um, yeah, he it, it did. It started a journey that yeah, I I would I don't know if I would have gotten here if I if I hadn't started there. Did you so, keep up your practice, your yoga practice, while you were while this happened to you, while you were first attending therapy? The, the immediate aftermath of everything happened like did you keep up with your practice yeah I don't think uh, obviously like not immediately I like I said I had a good chunk of time where I could not leave the house right um, I was having a lot of panic attacks and I really couldn't go anywhere but it was definitely one of the first places that wow. I was able to go um luckily the friend that I um, ha was going to yoga with was a close friend of mine. And she was actually the one that was helping me like get bring groceries and things when I was not able to go out. And so, um, so it was a good thing. Like she could be like, Oh, well, let's just go. It's just one hour. Like we're, we'll, yeah. we're only going to go do that and come back, you know? So, yeah. So it, it was definitely probably one of the first, places that I was able to start going back out at. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I know it's crazy, That's but so yeah, heavy. I think, you know, it is heavy. It's a heavy story. <laughs> um, you know, but I've, I've done a lot of things over time to try to understand, um, you know, understand his, his story, his life. Um, and the, and, and, the, and I mean, it, it added this, this terrible thing that you, that happened to you and in front of you, it, and how you pulled yourself out of it. And you started, you either call it your journey, call it journey back to where you were at least <laughs> journey back, journey back. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, this added to, to make you the person who you are today, which is kind of like what I opened up with when I was talking about my, I mean, we are, you are, because now it, who knows if it added to the fact that you are so incredibly generous, who knows oh. if it added to the fact <laughs> that you are really, you know, thorough when you, you know, want to make plans, you see them through, or you you know, you don't, you're not, what's the word, um, a person who's just like, uh, flighty, like, yeah, whatever, you know, <laughs> what are those people? You're like, you know, I, I mean, I think all these things added, what you went through added to make you the person that you are today, who you are today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I definitely feel like, um, you know, although, you know, it's, it's interesting because you try to move forward um, and you try not to have things that affect you, affect like your everyday actions, your everyday um, reactions. But you definitely, I think when things like this happen, and I mean, everybody has, has some sort of trauma in their life, you know, the best thing I feel like we all can do is to try to help that help let that help us look at things through a different lens. And it's that lens of 
you know, whatever, whatever the situation totally. was in this situation, you know, my lens of, you know, I'm a fairly closed off person, but boy, you know, I feel like I have a really good lens of listening to people. Um, and I don't know that that would be in my personality without that because I am pretty quiet and closed. Um, and so it really taught me to, if when someone's talking to you, it, it's for a reason. And I, I really feel like it helps me, it reminds me to really listen to what somebody is saying. So. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Wow. Um, I think that it's what you, you mentioned looking through the, the, the lens, the lens. I think that it's so funny because that just kind of brought something up for me when we were younger and this maybe only has to do with age and it doesn't have to do with trauma, but who knows? Maybe it does. Yeah. Um, we tend to look through things, look at things in a circular vision like right. one one lens like everybody's looking through that same lens i remember i used to think that exactly like we were all living in the same yeah. reality in the same world and that we had our one little view and and it's it really for me it really helps to step back and know that every single human being who has a set of eyes is looking through a different lens and it just, yep. and maybe you can see things and, you know, people always say, see it from his point of view or see it from their point of view. Yeah. So maybe you can look at it from another person's point of view or even another angle. Just, just look at it from yeah. a different, a different viewpoint, a different area, a different part. Um, and you can see lots of different stuff that come out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think also, you know, in that same thought is that, smaller things that occur during our lifetime, we sometimes don't recognize as trauma. And so we forget that some, some things that we have lived through are changing our lens and we, yeah. we're ignoring it. Like we don't realize that it's changing how we're looking at things because we didn't stop and recognize that whatever, it, 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 if it was something small and we didn't realize how much of an effect it had on us or so that right. it was yeah. actually like traumatic. And so now we're reacting or we're seeing things in a different light and we haven't put the pieces together yet to realize that that's occurred. Absolutely. So, and no, I think that's... especially, ex I was just gonna say, I think especially in maybe our generation, mm -hmm. because we were brought up like, oh, you're okay, you're fine, you're fine, just keep going, right? Like nowadays, <laughs> people really pay attention and they recognize trauma. I think in our time growing up, Gosh, right? Nothing you weren't you weren't to show any, right? Nothing affected you. You were always you were always just fine. Yep. <laughs> so Absolutely. yeah. So if, I, if I it think did it, affect you, you just tuck that sucker away and you'll be fine. Don't don't think about it. Just bury your traumas. Bury whatever ter right. terrible thing happened to you and just keep moving forward. I you know, I remember yes. I just yeah. 
Yeah, well, it wasn't as, um, I don't want to say accepted, but it wasn't as common to talk about it or to get help or to um, have counseling and, and yeah. things like that as it is today when we were growing up. So I think that's times such have a good definitely point. Changed. That's such a good point. <laughs> so because I was just reading ah. an article the other day that was talking about, um, I you know, and I and I totally get our traumas and your what your the traumatic thing that happened to you was awful. The traumatic thing that happened to me was awful. We're pushing through it. We're figuring it out. But there's some things out. I was just reading an article the other day that said something about, um, you know, we're all born with so many awful, awful things. We need to get it straight. Let's, you know, have, what's my word? Okay. So they're more sensitive. I'm going to say society is a little bit more sensitive today. Like everything we need to yeah you know, take care of, we got to get, get to know ourselves, got to do this, got to, it's like, right. I still want to hang on to a little bit of my toughness, a little bit of my, totally. I can make, you know what I mean? And just not right now. Yeah. I think we've sort of talked about this. I think a little bit before is that things sometimes go we we do want to be sensitive. We want to recognize, but things go like like one step too far. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we and that is like when we talk next, we'll bring we'll talk more with the yoga, and that's what is so important in yoga is finding that balance, right? The finding the breath, finding that balance between the yin and the yang, and um being able to feed whichever side is, you know, <laughs> not as, not as prevalent. Um, so, yeah, so I, I do agree. I think it's important to recognize these things and to bring them into balance, but I do, I do think, yeah, we definitely I, probably push it a little too far. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. But I, this morning I was doing a practice um, by myself and it, it like really occurred to me that we are moving. We're, I mean, we talk about this all the time. I don't know why it occurred to me for the first time today, but it's like every day it's like, wow, you learn something new. It's like an aha moment. And, you know, while we're moving <laughs> and while we're stretching into all these different postures and these movements, the, and that's why breath is so important. And that's why for everybody listening uh, that, the I think the instructor is so important. You're the teacher because somebody who reminds you to breathe is so important. Because I and maybe that was my issue way back when when I was practicing yoga. Remember, I said it didn't help me at all with stress or with anything. I just did right. it. And it stressed yeah. me out to get there on time. But I was never told to breathe. I was never reminded. I probably didn't. I probably went through the thing practically holding my breath in all the postures. And this morning in my per personal practice, it was just beautiful because I did have a sense of, it was early in the morning. I was rushed. I had to, you know, and all I did was just breathe and, and just kind of stretch out. And, and it was amazing what it can bring to you. So I a hundred percent believe, um, and we're going to talk about this more, I know about yoga and about our practice and, um, the wellness industry altogether, I think. Yeah. Parts of it work well, for Well, and me. I think, and too, we don't, 
bring enough um, importance to jet. We don't really think about the breath as a movement. It is it is movement on its own, and it allows things to be um, you know wiggled around and released, moved around to to help us out oh, just I on its own. I you love don't have that. To have a crazy that. practice, you you know the breath by itself is movement uh, for us, conscious breath. So. I conscious breath. I love it. Yeah, no, I firmly believe in that. And I do think that, um, and we'll talk about this later, but I believe that our practices did help us with our traumas. Oh, totally. And, yeah. And it brought me to where I am today. And without, maybe I never knew it, but I'm trying to share that with other people. Um, as you know, a studio owner, a teacher, whatever you are trying to bring that and bridge that to others. And um, so even if we don't know if it really helped us, it totally helped us because we're trying to share it with other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. I think, I think that's the biggest, um, gosh, it's, it's like the biggest part of being able to be a teacher is to, hopefully be there for somebody, (laughs) you know, whether we know it or not by us showing up, you know, we're giving them the space to come in and feel safe at at whatever stage that they're at. So it's, it's the biggest thing that, you know, we're able to give back for all that yoga gave to us. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up and uh, we will talk next about the specifics of um, yoga and well, our wellness um, and the effects are deep, you know, denaturing of it. Yes, and how it can help help with trauma and how it does, what it does to us internally and also mentally. Yeah, and uh, we'll maybe talk about some of the specifics uh, for each of us um, as we went through that. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. This is That Yoga Magic. Yes, thank you so much, and namaste.